Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Are you ready to take your business to the next level and create a six-figure MFR business? If so, then please mark your calendars for March 23rd, 24th, and 25th. These are the dates when you can enroll in the next MFR Coaches group coaching program, which is going to start in April. So mark your calendars and be ready. Only three days to enroll and you don't want to miss out. See you in the group. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Today, I am joined by one of my private coaching clients, Nicole Ontis. She is a speech and language pathologist, myofascial release speech therapist, and owner of Voice Within LLC. That is near St. Louis in Southern Illinois. And I am so excited to have her on the program. I also want to mention that she is an intuitive healer and Reiki practitioner. So Nicole, welcome to the program. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, this is a fun. Okay. When we first started working together, you kind of came to me in a lot of overwhelm. You had a lot of jobs and you were trying to figure out how you could also be a myofascial release therapist and a speech therapist at the same time. Like, how could you make that work? Do you remember back to when you first contacted me and what your life was like then? You want to get give everybody kind of a preview. Sure. And I remember specifically, I was had to pull over between two jobs to have our first interview conference to kind of see what was possible. And if this was something for me, I was trying to squeeze things in, running between a full-time job, four days a week, working another job in a PRN setting and just trying to take care of my family with my two children. My husband has a disability, kind of had a lot on my shoulders. And I guess you would say I was kind of a hot mess. I just was trying to keep my head above water. I knew there was more out there for me. I knew that I was supposed to be following a path that involved myofascial release. I just didn't know how to get there on my own. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good good summary of how you were when we met. So it's been... Let's see, we started working together in January. It's, it's the middle of February now. Can you give me an example of what it's like with the changes? What is different now? So I was living before in overwhelm. I didn't know that. That was just kind of what my life was. My life was hard. I went through a hard time and I was just kind of stuck in that story. And I knew that I had to provide, I knew I had to make money and it had always been hard. So I had the story that it was just always going to be hard. Mm -hmm. And so since then I have learned that that isn't really how it has to be and things can be easier. And So my life has changed a lot in that manner. And the fact that I see things differently, the story that I'm living, the story I'm telling myself is different. 
And I see that in all aspects of my life. So, you know, I was just seeing a couple clients here and there, doing some energy healing, trying to figure out where in the heck myofascial release could fit into my speech therapy world with all of my beliefs around, you know, scope of practice in those areas. And that was super hard for me. So I wasn't really using my max potential to help other people. I was really just kind of draining myself, mm-hmm. running around all over the place. And now, you know, I have been able to quit one of the jobs. I am still working four days a week in a school district, practicing myofascial release as I can there, but I have opened my doors to my business. I work with some wonderful myofascial release therapists, physical therapists. We are creating a great environment to try authentic and alternative healing. And so things are going really, really well for me. This is awesome. When we first met and you were really stuck in that overwhelm, just like even looking at you, like you look like a totally different person, right? Like before it was like so much chaos and like so much story that you were carrying with you everywhere, like a big dump truck (laughs) on your back, right? That's what I felt like. I felt like I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders and I was just surviving. Yeah. Literally for years. Okay. So this is like kind of just a funny side note, but one of the coaching calls we had together when you're kind of like in the middle of breakthrough, like I think the week before you had had a really tough session with me, you're probably feeling like, why am I putting myself through this? Yes. And you said something to me about the coaching. Do you remember what you said? It was something like... But I thought about you and what I would tell yeah. people. Like my thoughts would be hard. Things would be difficult. And I'd be like, well, I just wanted to say like, you know, Heather makes me do it. You know, like she's so mean, like she's so mean. And I'm so glad I hired her. You know, like just the fact that I had someone to push me was exactly what I needed. You know, I am one of those people that I want to know how things are. I want to address it and I want to change it. I wanted to be coachable. And it was kind of eye-opening for me during the session before that, where you were trying to coach me and I was being defensive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, step back. If you're defensive, something is wrong. Just like the techniques that I use in therapy, if things aren't going right, you need to step back and look at it and see what you need to change. And I realized I needed to change how I was thinking about things. And I was so glad that you are as straightforward as you are. You are <laughs> open. You know, I'm like, she's such a bitch sometimes. I and I love it. <laughs> I love, I love it. I need that. Yeah. I mean, I think it can come off across like that because because I can see like what's possible for you and for like everybody I coach. But when you're in the middle of your story and like what you've been holding on to for so long, it just seems like it's the truth. It seems like it's the facts. And you really literally are one thought away from what you want. Yeah. Just like you're one thought away from continuing to stay in overwhelm. So it's super fun to, I mean, it's not fun at the time. Like, to see someone stuck in that and like the pain that it brings up right. when I'm like, tell me more about that. And like, why are we doing that? You know, all of that stuff. But to go from that river of misery to the huge transformation that's available is one of the most exciting, like best parts of my job. So it's really fun to see you kind of get to that other side for now till the next thing comes up. Right. But right. another big block for you was really deciding that you could be a myofascial release speech therapist and how that was possible, right? Because people had told you like, just go get your LMT license so you don't have to worry about it. And I was like, I don't know. And 
you know, we were reading the scopes of practice and we were both kind of doing research and you would send me these huge long messages about all of the reasons why you couldn't do it. Right. And I was like, look for all the areas where you can do it. Right. And I think the education and speech therapy, they teach you information. They give you a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And then they say, stay in your scope of practice, stay in your scope of practice. And it's kind of drilled into our heads. And I knew there was possibility, but I just kept limiting myself. In my words, I would say like, no, I can't work on that person's pelvis. Mm -hmm. I can't work on that child's pelvis. But in the same time, I would be going to work and touching a student with autism and they would have the difficulty and we would be working on voicing and sound and I would be doing leg pulls or doing a little pull and work on the pelvic area and then the voicing would come. Yeah. And so it's been, I think, a huge block. Personally, the overwhelm was my block. I think that had me as a person and my story over all these years that was going to block me from being successful in my business. Mm-hmm. And overcoming that is helpful in that area. And then I think professionally, I was limiting myself as a speech therapist that I can only treat the head and the neck. I can only touch those areas. You know, the body is divided and that's what we're taught. And in myofascial release, you learn it is not. And I think it took, I know it did. It took your help for me to understand that my thoughts on these were what was keeping me from actually helping the children and the adults who needed the help. Yeah. Well, it's such a good realization. I get goosebumps just thinking about how many people, like how many kids, how many adults you're going to be able to help because you are looking outside of the speech pathology box, right? Right. Speech pathologies don't just come from the voice box. Don't just come from the mouth, right? We're all connected. You could say like, you know, the pelvis is just the bottom of the roof of your mouth. And you've helped me to find the wording to not defend myself because I don't feel like I have to defend myself mm-hmm. anymore, but to describe to people what I'm doing to understand where this comes in. I mean, I can talk to you about the vagus nerve. And I mean, I we went to grad school. We learned all about that, that the eighth cranial nerve and the 10th cranial nerve, all of these things. And I can work on those and I can make changes in those and it affects the whole body. And that is okay. And that is what they need. Yeah. And you, it really comes down to going back to like the roots of all therapy is treating the person. Yes. Right. And helping them to get the best result. And if you have tools that are going to help with that, and we are talking about like always valuing rules and regulations, right. But not reading them so literal that it keeps you from helping people. Right. You have a master's degree, like you you have right. licensure to touch. I think what makes me excited to be on this podcast with you today is for any speech therapist out there to know that, you know, it is okay that we can make a difference, a huge difference. And we are needed out there, you know, with this technique to help these people and to think outside the box. And I mean, these people need us, but the autism population, one of the things that I just love and it's deep in my heart, but they need this. They need us to think outside the box. And I've never been a therapist 14 years. I've never been the therapist to just kind of sit and do typical therapy. I never have. I've always wanted more. I've always wanted to be functional. I've always wanted to do other things. And when 
working on some of the things that you've asked me to do on myself and my thoughts and things like that, I've started jotting little things down. And when I'm at work and just things that I think and whether it's good or bad, and I kind of jot them down and push it to the side. And one day I wrote down, you're extraordinary. Yeah. And I took the little thing and I hung it on my little board in front of me because that's what I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be more. And so that's who I am. And I think I've hit it. And I, I was stuck in all of these other emotions and thoughts about myself. Yeah. You definitely weren't walking around thinking I'm extraordinary, right? No. Like, how does that feel in your body when you just like have that thought about yourself? Like, how do you show up to the world when that's how you're feeling inside? I show up so different than I ever did before. And I'm noticing it in how I'm communicating with people in the office, people I work with, but also my family, my friends. I physically, I just feel, I feel whole. I feel Mm -hmm. like the person that I've always kind of wanted to be. And it's not because of one specific thing, but it's because of this coaching has helped me to realize what was holding me back from being that. You're just like more you. Yeah. Like you took off the layer, like the shell of who you thought you needed to be. Right. I was masking and who I was hiding behind. Which is exhausting and overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, welcome back into the world as you, right? Like the world needs more of you. And I think if everybody can learn how to just quit hiding and quit being afraid to show up as who you are, who you think you are, like we want that. Right. Right. Like I want to know you as you, not you as like, oh, I can't do it. You know? Yeah. I want to see the you that can do it. Like, let's go. Like when you say that, I think back, like I was so overwhelmed in everything, December and January. Like if I had a day off, it was because I was sick because my body had shut down. Yeah. And the only thing I could do in my free time was sleep. And just because I didn't allow myself to, you know, just go through a lot of the processes that needed to happen. But now like, I am so excited to get up in the morning. Like I have time to do the things that I wanted to do where before I was so overwhelmed, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the laundry. I couldn't have a conversation with you about something because I was just overwhelmed. I was just trying to go through the motions. And now I make the time and I'm crossing things off my to-do list, my checklist. And I'm not fearful of things. I'm not fearful of my finances, which before was a huge thing because I was always working super hard to have the money to provide for the family mm-hmm. and being able to step back and actually get in there. And you helped me understand that. Like, I don't know, just to be present, to be know what is there, know what my finances are, quit avoiding the mm-hmm. questions and get in there. And so now, like, I would say for the, probably the past four years, every month when I pay bills, I'd be like, just don't talk to me. It's bill day. Mm. I'm going to be so stressed out. And I would be, you know, like lots of different emotions and feelings. And I noticed when I paid bills last week, I was like, that one's gone. I'm like paying things off. And it, I just looked at it different. It, I didn't do anything different. Yeah. You're thinking about it different though, too. Like your mindset before must have been something like, I'm never going to have enough. And now you're like, there's plenty there or some sort of shift in that. Yeah, definitely. It was a huge shift and it felt so freeing. Yeah. And you know what to do with your money. Like you are a badass. Like you figure this out. You came in the middle of having three jobs, not knowing what you want to do, not even knowing if you could do MFR. You hired the MFR therapist for a lot of money. Yeah. Right. With no guarantee that it'll work out. 
How did you justify that in your brain and like come to that conclusion that you just knew it would be helpful? You know, I was at a conference in Chicago and you were there and I was like, this, I mean, I just knew that's what I need if this is going to work. Mm-hmm. I need her help. And I bought your book. I read it very quickly the night I bought it because I couldn't put it down. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And then I was like, I need this. I have to make a change. I knew it. And then I had a what's possible call with you and we talked about it. And then the cost came up and I was like, oh, like another bill, another, you know, like, how do I tell my family that I'm going to spend this kind of money on something that is not for them, you know, and we're always struggling Yeah, in quotations. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so I just thought, you know what, I have to do this and what can I do? So I actually picked up more hours at a skilled nursing and rehab center. And so I was working three full-time days on my days off to help me to pay for the coaching. Mm -hmm. And I had this calendar that blew people's minds. It was color-coded about where I had to be on what days and work in three different places and what times. And it was a lot. It was very overwhelming. Yeah. You should share a picture of that calendar with me and I should like tag it in this episode because I remember you showed it to me and I was like, "I, I can't look at it. Like it's, that's terrible. I actually, today is the day I burn it. So I am burning that. I have it in my calendar set aside, but it is gone because it does not control me anymore. It doesn't. I'm free from that. I love that so much. Okay. So let's talk about like, so you've since quit that job though, right? Like we figured out, I was like, how many clients would it take you in your voice within practice to cover working like a crazy maniac on your days off? Right. When you broke it down that way. And I was like, you know what? I am so stressed out dragging myself from place to place and not putting my energy where it needs to be. When I actually, if I just take a break, just take a few minutes, step back, get your stuff together (laughs) and put all that energy where it needs to be. I will be there in no time. And so I did take kind of a big leap of faith that this was going to work out, but I knew that it's going to work out. I know that I will never fail. And I know that because of the work that we've done together. Yeah. The only way for you to fail really is for you to just quit. Right. And I did just quit my job, but by choice, because I didn't just... Right. That's a win. That's not a fail though. (laughs) That's a win. (laughs) Yeah. I'm talking specifically like, and this is to everybody listening, like the only way for you to fail at your MFR practice is like, if you just give up on it, you give up on your dream, you decide it's not working and you quit. Right. That's it. It's not a fail when you're not fully booked. It's not a fail when you're under earning. You're just learning to become the person that becomes fully booked. You're learning to become the person that has the money that they want. That's all that's happening. Okay. So you quit the nursing home job and I know you went and you parked yourself at your office and you in that very first day got your first client, right? I did. I caught my first real client. I've been seeing people, I've been treating people, I've been doing things, but at my rate in my office, the way I wanted it to happen, Mm -hmm. that happened the first day I was supposed to be at the nursing home. And I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I went and I sat all day long in my office. Mm -hmm. I sat there. I worked on my feelings, my thoughts, Mm -hmm. my paperwork. I did all those things. And then I had a call with the perfect little girl. Her family had a call and we 
talked about what was possible for her and she booked and I saw her two days later and now she, you know, is booked, has a package to come back and and see me for at least six more weeks. Mm -hmm. And then we'll kind of where she is, but it just kind of all fell into place. And I had to believe in me. And I know that I believed in me before that I, I believed that I could work really hard and make things happen. Yeah. You believed it was your actions that created your success. Yes. And now, you know, it's actually what you think about your ability to be successful. Yeah. 100%. Because you actually had to do less to create more. Yes. Whenever we're talking, all I keep hearing in the back of my head is Heather's voice saying, what if it were easy? Yeah. What if it could be easy? Yeah. And it is. And it's where I'm supposed to be. It feels easy. It feels right. It feels good. And it's rewarding. So fun. Now, how many hours would you have had to work at the nursing home to earn what you just earned with this one client buying a package? Well, one hour now is four hours working in the nursing home. So just one session, I'm making what I was making in four hours in skilled nursing. Wow. That's amazing. So you just like replaced several weeks worth of income. Yes. And my body, I mean, just to think about, it is about money to provide, but in my mind, it is even more about my physical presence, my emotional presence, me taking care of myself. And that's what this allows me to do because I can only help people if I'm taking care of myself. And I didn't realize that before. Like I would say it, like, I got to take care of myself. I got to sleep. That's not what I needed. (laughs) I need to actually take care of myself and try and be more present in all situations. So this has really allowed me that. That's so good. It's so fun. I love to see the difference in just like how you're expanding into this new self-concept, the self-concept of like working harder doesn't mean that then I can be deserving of goodness, right? Yeah. Working hard doesn't equal more money, doesn't equal more success. You're working in a way at this new expanded capacity Like you have the capacity to receive. Now you have the capacity to allow clients to come and find you. You're not hiding. You're not playing small. Right. It's a huge difference. Right. I'm showing up for them. I'm showing up for them and more present for each person that I see now where before I was just trying to get the work done and be done and move on to where I had to be. Yeah. It's not just I'm living an easy life and work is easy, but it's easy because I love it. But I'm able to take my energy, myself, my presence, and really focus on what each one of my clients need. Yeah. It's like you could be driving in your car to your office and you're like, my enjoyment level is a thousand right now. Yes. And I think (laughs) I told you this story. I actually took a selfie in the car the other day because I was driving and I was like, why am I smiling? Like, why am I smiling? I'm driving alone. There's, I don't even listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just driving along and I'm smiling. And I was just thinking of the people that I was helping and enjoying and being able to be present in that and think about how, you know, the things that I was offering and giving to these clients was so life-changing to hear voices of kids that had never talked. These nonverbal children are saying words. They are talking, you know, and just seeing that it's a really good feeling. Yeah. It's super awesome. And when you can show up for yourself, when you can decide, like, if I just treat myself better, (laughs) I'm going to treat 
other people better. Like I'm going to have a new connection to my life. makes a huge difference. Yeah. I spent a lot, a long, a lot of my life, like really loving practicing MFR, but being kind of miserable outside of work, like only feel good when I'm there because I didn't realize like how much pressure I was putting on myself and how much I was making client successes, like my happiness dependent on like how good my clients were doing. And now that I can think about things differently, like I'm still totally tied to, especially my coaching clients results. Like I want everybody to win, but I don't make it about me when people are struggling or when they're having a hard time. Right. Right. Everybody's journey is going to be different. It's the same thing as like clients going through a healing journey. It's not linear. No, sometimes it totally sucks, but if we can hold the vision long enough for our clients, you hold it, I hold it. Eventually, everybody gets there and they get right. to see that satisfaction level a thousand. And that's really fun. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm living that life. <laughs> I love it. And this is just the beginning. Like we're only <laughs> not even halfway through group coaching. Yeah, I still have a month and a half of mm-hmm. you know my coaching. And I, I mean... Things are going to come up I'm going to have to deal with, but you're teaching me how to deal with those. I'm not having to come to you for each emotion and thought and thing that comes to me. You are actually teaching me to use the strategies, to use the model practice that you teach us. So mm-hmm. being able to use that to understand the feelings and emotions and improve ourselves so that we can step up for our clients and be there. Yeah. And whenever a circumstance comes up because life happens, you're able to kind of separate your thoughts from the circumstance, right? You know, you can really slow things down instead of like just reacting to everything going on around you and being at the mercy of life. Like you happen to your life now. Yeah. I literally 100% believed my overwhelm was just what was happening to me. Yeah. Just facts. It's just the facts. Yeah. So not anymore. (laughs) So fun. I love it. Okay. When this airs, people are going to be getting ready to register for group coaching. What would Mm -hmm. you tell people that are worried about it or they're not sure if it's for them? I know that I would have worked super hard to make my business a thing, but I'm pretty confident that I would have just worked myself into exhaustion and I may have even failed because I didn't have the tools I did not have the tools. I had the tools to provide myofascial release, but I did not understand so many different aspects of that. When I went into this coaching, I expected you to say, okay, here's how we're going to make your website. Here's your checklist of things that you need to do to be successful. I had no idea of the internal, like the work that I had to do on myself and my beliefs. Without that, I never would have been able to say, you know what? I really can do this. I am 44, I think, years old. So I still have a long time to work and I want something that I can sustain. I want something that I can do, that I can be successful at, but I can also provide results for these people. And coaching with you is huge. It's been great. You understand the myofascial release. You understand the toll that it takes on your body and that how we have to take care of ourselves. You know, you're not mean. I I say that. I love everybody. (laughs) Yes. It's just no nonsense. And you're like, this is what I see. And do you want to deal with it or do you not want to deal with it? And that's what people need. I would recommend you to every single person trying to start a business. I did group coaching and I also did individual coaching because 
you know, I needed that support mm-hmm. or not even that you needed it. You just wanted it. Right. It's okay to just yeah, want, I it. Did want it. Yeah. I did want it. I felt like I needed it, but yeah, I wanted it. Yeah. So now doing this, I will probably continue. Yes, I am. I'm continuing with group coaching after this. Awesome. That'll be great. Just because, you know, not the individual coaching as much, but the group coaching, because it is an environment that you provide for people. Like we have so much support that's not even from you and we can learn from other people. And I don't know, there's just a huge group of wonderful people that we're all kind of going through the same things, different times, same time. And the resources are amazing and you help each and every one of us. So I love that. I highly recommend Heather. Thank you. I love hearing that feedback and I agree. Well, it's super fun just to be around MFR therapists in general. And it is super fun to be working on our businesses together. And there's people in the group that have been coaching with me for over a year. There's people like brand new people, like it's just all over the spectrum. And it's so fun for the new people to see the difference, you know, and the ease that people are having. And some people freak out a little bit and they're like comparing. (laughs) And then, then they quickly learn like, we are not in competition with each other. No, It is like the safest, most supportive little love bubble of (laughs) MFR therapists, I think possible. And it's so fun to celebrate everybody's wins and to see like weeks where almost everybody is just expanding. And even the people that are really suffering that week, like we know that they're just in an expansion that they don't know. Like they just don't even know what next week is going to bring. And it's like the storm. I feel like our process with you is like the myofascial release journey. So when you, you get treated the first time you feel some things. And then the next time you get treated, like you start to open up the layers come out and then it's more in in depth. And I feel like that's what we're going through with you. Like we're going through and peeling back the layers and getting to what we really truly need to address. Yeah. I love that. It's awesome. As you know, once an MFR therapist, always an MFR therapist, it it applies to life (laughs) and coaching everything. Yeah. So good. All right. How can people get a hold of you if they would like to book a session with you or if they want to send clients to you? What's your website? So I am the owner of Voice Within LLC. I am located in Glen Carbon, Illinois, and we are about 20 minutes from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm located in a health and wellness building. Optimize Health and Wellness is the uh, facility that I'm located in. You can find those on Google. You can look me up as well. Um, I have a Facebook group for Voice Within, and I post a lot of information on, you know, strategies that I've used and also just things that I think are important for people to understand. Awesome. Whenever they're getting into that. But I also have my website at voicewithin.clientsecure.me. Okay. And it describes a lot of the things as a speech therapist that I provide, the areas I provide myofascial release in that are in my scope of practice, yet will address whole body needs. Love it. I love it so much. All right. So therapists, if you're out there and you know of someone who could benefit from specifically myofascial release speech therapy, or if you yourself live in this area and you want to get treated, book with Nicole. She's an awesome therapist and she's changing the world of speech therapy and what's possible for those clients out there that are really in the need 
for treatment in these areas. So I am so excited to be your coach. And I just thank you so much for being on the podcast and being willing to share your story with others. I know it's going to be helpful for other people to hear you talk about this. Thank you. And I do want to let all other speech therapists out there know I am here. If you have questions, um, you can reach out to me. My email also is NicoleAntis at Gmail, N-I-C-H-O-L-E-O-N-T-I-S at gmail.com. If you have questions, because I think that was the hardest thing for me was thinking what I'm doing is right and okay. They have trainings online on just typical things for speech, like a voice or a swallowing, and they don't go beyond that. And I'm going beyond that. So if you have questions about that and you want to talk about how to do that for yourself and provide those services, I am more than willing to talk with you and kind of get a group of us that we can you know, support each other as we do try to make a change in the therapy world. That's awesome. Thank you, Heather, for creating this wonderful mess that I am that has gotten to where I am. So thank you so very much. You're welcome. So everybody, Nicole's going first and she wants you to go with her. So get in contact with her and just congratulations on everything you're creating. Thanks again for being on the podcast. We'll see everybody next week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.